Welcome to episode 11. It is. It's Thursday. Um, haven't quite done as many this week so far because I've been busy. Yeah, the reality is that uh, sometimes things get in the way and I don't get to do them. Um, and plus, it took me ages to get that music version uploaded. I've explained previously that the internet here is not the best. It's not ideal for running a business. I Ideally, I'd like to run like a proper lying into my house but um, that ain't going to happen I don't want to do that anyway because it would cost a lot and we might not be here forever so yeah it took the first upload attempt of that music one um, it took about 15 hours it did it overnight and then I checked it and the reason it had taken 15 hours is there was something wrong with it um, I I because it was a longer one than normal. It's uh, yeah, I wasn't quite sure what the problem was, so I just kept it running, and then obviously I stopped it, had to do it again, and it took like two hours. So yeah, the the interesting background to what goes on here in our non professional organisation. So I think I'll talk about uh, Team Rubicon. And I'll talk about another podcast thing we're thinking of doing. I've sort of mentioned it previously, but we're a little bit closer to making it happen. So you'll have seen, those of you who follow the other social media, I did a post the other day about uh, Team Rubicon. So if you don't know who Team Rubicon are, they are a charity disaster relief organisation. They originated in the US and then spread to the sort of five eyes countries. Um, oh, if you can hear the missus going to the toilet there. Yeah. So there's versions of them in all the sort of five eyes countries as far as I'm aware anyway. Certainly one in Australia, one here. Anyway, what they do they're open to volunteers from the civilian world and the military world, but the majority of them are veterans. And the reason they like veterans is, as I, you know, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times, I know, we're used to these disaster, um, yeah, disasters by the nature. It's like a, a war zone. You know, they're, they're, you don't know what's going on. You're working with limited uh, options, limited gear. There's an element of danger. You have to be able to think on your feet. You have to have a good situational awareness about how you're dealing with everything, especially like people who've been on peacekeeping type or operations where you're dealing with the, the local public a lot. You've got to be able to have those conversations, those honest sort of face-to-face conversations, get the lay of the land 
and work with these people to try and make stuff happen in difficult circumstances. So veterans, are, are, a lot of veterans anyway, are used to that. Um, and there's also an element of perhaps missing that involved, as I said that I enjoyed, I used to enjoy seeing things on the news and knowing I was going to go there or had been there or whatever, or just that involvement in the world other than your sort of day job. I think a lot of people miss that. And I think it's one of the reasons that people, when veterans mentally sort of go down the toilet and start having problems in their lives, I think personally a lot of that is to do with missing that sense of involvement, that sense of what you're doing being important and making a difference. That's the service aspect of it. So I think it's a good fit for a lot of people. You can do your day job, earn the money, so you can survive and support whoever you need to support. But actually, it's an option. So maybe you don't want to do the TA, fucking TA, whatever, reservists. You don't want to do that, maybe. You finish with the military thing. But there's things about the military and the way that the military do things that you enjoyed. T Rubicon, that's what they do. They use a military approach to go and get involved with stuff. And they go around the world. You can you can do stuff domestically or you can do internationally. Um, yeah. And they, they tr- it's not like they just dump you into it. They train you. They have training courses. You pass the courses and you go up and up and up at various levels. And then you're allowed to go and you put yourself on a list to go and deploy to things. Um, and I think it's worthwhile. Now, currently... As I sort of said the other day, they're active volunteers. So they're active volunteers to help with this virus thing. Similar in a way, I suppose, to where the NHS Russian volunteers. So they, you know, we got, they've had nearly a million now, I think, volunteers. And the reality is there's not a job for everybody. Um, yeah, I think they got way more than they expected. Actually, to be honest, I don't know that for sure. I'm sort of... It's just the way it seems to me. But if you still want to be involved in something, in a response, this is a way of doing it. And obviously, with all these things, you know, it's your choice. You choose to go and put yourself effectively in harm's way again um, to help people. Now, I'm not doing it. And there's a very practical reason for that. And I, I feel like a dick sort of. Uh, suggesting it to people when I'm unlikely to go and do it. But I have to run this business because there's me, my wife, my brother and his family and one of my mates who all their livelihood depend on this. So if I'm not selling stuff now, it's not as easy as as normal. If I don't sell stuff now, nobody eats. So um, I know that's the case anyway, but yeah. It would be irresponsible for me to go, right, see you later. I'm going to go and do stuff. I might be able to get a couple of days in somewhere, but I'm not going to be able to do a proper response like most people are. But if you are in a situation to do it, give it a give it a think. It might it might work for you. Go on the website, just have a look. Might be good, might be good for you, might not be. Um yeah. But they're good people. And that's 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 the sort of main thing. Like you can you can go on the website and you can work out you can see all the information and decide if it's for you. 
the reason Sinita's Guild's involved with um, Team Rubicon, like the shirts that we've done, we give money from those shirts to them because I know, and this, this wraps into the whole thing I've spoken previously about veteran companies and ambassadors and being careful about who you associate with as a brand. I know that the guy that runs it. So in the UK, the guy called Richard Sharp, ex-Royal Marine guy. He got in touch with me. He's like, a year and a half ago, something like that. And said, do you want to come down for a brew and a chat? So I went down to, I met him in London, went down with a brew. And I knew within 10 minutes of sort of having a brew with him that he was a good guy. And we, we were, we spoke about various things to do with the lay of the land in the veteran community. And we were, we had similar thoughts. We, we agreed on the, the good things. We agreed on the bad things. And uh, the sort of narrative that Sinitas Guild puts out is in line with the guy running the show at Team Rubicon. And that's important because, like, If it was any, it's it's, it's weird. It's, it's that personal connection thing, isn't it? It's trusting people. Like I know, Rich is a good guy, and I trust him. So, I'm. If if anybody else was running the show team Rubicon, I've, I would I be less inclined. The selling point, I think, is that I know the guy in charge of the place, driving a narrative, is a good guy. I think that's what I'm trying to say. I'm sure, like I agree with what Team Rubicon do. I think repurposing the skills of veterans is an excellent idea. You know, there are things we're good at. We can go and help. And they say, if you can, you must, which is, I think that's perfect. You know? Yeah, so I believe, I believe in that mission anyway. But because I'm so wary of who I get involved with, if it wasn't, if I didn't have that connection with like the sort of, the guy running it. I don't know. This is sort of sounding negative, but it's not meant to be. I've, I've backed myself into a corner. Yeah. I think it's just, it. it's the reason I went, yeah, definitely get involved. And it was a, it was a very quick decision and an easy decision instead of a more difficult decision. It's probably the easiest thing to, probably the easiest way of saying it. Um. Yeah. You can tell this all comes off the top of my head, can't you? Mind you, people have said that this is one of the selling points of it, is that I don't plan it and I just talk and you sort of perhaps get things a bit more honest. So, yeah. But I'll clarify there. Absolutely have a look at Team Rubicon because they're mega. You know, honestly, have a look. See if you can get involved. Um, Yeah. And actually, if you... um. If you want to have a look, I did like a, the old podcasts I used to do where I had like a guest and we did like three or four of them. Um, Rich Sharp, the guy who runs Team Rubicon in the UK, he's one of them. So you can judge for yourself. So I'll link at the end of this episode. And if you're just on the audio, go to the YouTube channel and you'll see it there. Um the old You Are Your Actions podcasts. They're all still on there. 
they're like long form they're about an hour hour and a bit hour and a half something like that worth a listen his uh, his one certainly is anyway yeah I was a really waff- as usual yeah that was a really waffly way of saying something really simple so Cineas Guild in general at the moment going okay and I can only thank everybody else for that I can only thank customers for that people are still buying um, and I've, I've got to appreciate that you know I, I have to say thanks for that because if people don't buy this place will sort of have to go into hibernation and do something else so I, it's awesome Epsilon's great so far we're running on like we're quite lucky so a lot of businesses have got themselves into like quite a, a complicated situation with regards to how they run and we've never done that we've always been super super simple no real frills with anything just keeping it simple because the reality is people are buying an ethos and put I, I they you have an ethos and that goes onto a good product and that's what people buy but they're buying the ethos you don't need like people have asked why we don't have fancy packaging and do all that stuff the reality is it goes in the fucking bin you go, oh, that's great. Like with Apple, you know, it's an experience every time you open an Apple product. You know, you go, oh, this is great. But you do look at it and go, what the fuck am I doing with all this? So that's the reason we don't have nice packaging. It's just everything just comes in a bag. And it is a recyclable bag. It's not like compostable, but it's recyclable. We'll get there eventually with all that stuff. Um, Yeah. So we've kept things very, very simple. And 90% of it is automated. So the only thing that's happening in the moment is all that needs to happen is stuff needs to get posted. That's all that needs to happen. Working-wise, anyway, people working. And we've got like a volunteer person to do that at the moment. So we're lucky. Maybe we've made sort of decent decisions along the way and we're reaping the benefit of that now, maybe. But... We're still going. Not having any problems with supply. Plenty of stock on the site with most of the of the products. So that'll be the only thing that stops us if all our supplies dry up and we can't get stuff to sell. But I'll find a way around that if I have to. Even if it's like selling gift cards or we have gift cards anyway, but even if it's just selling gift cards and stuff like that, we'll find a, a way of having something on there. Um yeah but yeah thanks thank you for supporting and support you know it's a difficult time and you definitely need to support the small people I'm not even saying support veteran companies I'm just saying support small good companies that you believe in and even if that's on the street if they're still open you know it's the small companies that are suffering so maybe like your little local butcher and things like that they're the people you have to look after in a way, if that's what you choose to do. Yeah. Hope everybody else is okay. It's going to be shit. Might get shitter. But we know that, and you can plan for it. Plan for the worst, man. It's all you can do. Yeah. Real happy that my motorbike arrived, and uh, it started to piss with rain. So, yeah. Dead happy about that. Not that I can really ride it anyway, but it's like 
I do have to go into the office in the next couple of days and I would like to go on my motorbike. So I would like it if it would just be dry for a couple of days. I've got to go in. I haven't got a choice. There's stuff I need to do in there. Um, got some paperwork I need to do. It's there. It's not here. So I've got no choice. <sighs> ah, that's what I need to talk about. Okay, next week. I've alluded to this stuff previously. So we had an idea. Me, Ben Garwood, the guy who runs the Hereford Kit Company. You had, don't know who, if, if you don't know who the Hereford Kit Company are, take a look. Um, I did do a podcast with him, but we were I like went in the bin because we got too drunk. I made that mistake again. Um, and a guy called Luke. Uh, Luke is one of the guys that runs Contact Coffee. I won't give you his surname because he's still serving. But we had the idea that we were going to do like a group podcast where we would all come together and just similar to this, but instead of just me talking to you, it would be everybody. We'll just have it the same casual style where nothing's really planned. We'll just have a chat. But it'll be three of us or four if the other guy from Contact Coffee comes on and we might get guests and stuff off in the future. That was the plan. But obviously this has put that down the road somewhere so we can't meet and physically do it. So the current plan we're going to try and do next week is use that Zoom conferencing call thing and do exactly the same as this, but we'll have us all on there and we'll just have a chat. and It'll make a difference from it being just me. Now, I'll still keep doing mine, but the idea is that whenever we can get together, even if it's you know a couple of times a month, we'll do it as often, we, as often as we can, but once, twice a month, we'll get us all together and we'll do one like that. And even... Because of the way that Zoom thing works, there's even the possibility of like getting customer guests on, which I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. It might be a terrible idea, but you know, we, we there's no reason why that couldn't happen. So you can just get on, we'll all have a chat, and you can ask questions and talk. And what else are you going to do on a podcast like the talk? So we'll see how that goes. We will see how that goes. Um, yeah, there's no reason why it can't happen. It's just how good is it going to be? But you've got to do a test run, haven't you? We will do a test run. So ideally, can't do it on Tuesday. That's either going to be Monday or Wednesday, I think. It depends when Ben's free. So Ben at the moment, is uh, he's just moved house. So he's in a world of pain doing his house up. But I suppose it's the best time for him to do it. But he's also rejigging his business. So basically what I'll talk about the Hereford Kit Company briefly. So Ben is an XSAS bloke who he's only he's only left this year. So he's been in for like what, twenty odd years? Um I think it's twenty three years he's been in. So he was too proud with me, that's where I met him. Um I got out, he went and did he transferred to like the Remi. Then he went Pathfinders. They went they went back to the parachute regiment. Then he went back to then he went to Pathfinders. Then he did selection and badge to the SAS. That's where I met him. So I was doing some training, and obviously SAS and SMSG worked together. And we turned up on one of these training serials. And we, I was in the queue to get some food in the cookhouse. 
and he just came up to me. I hadn't seen him for at that point. That was 2009, I think. And I hadn't seen him since 2002. So it was cool. Anyway, he's a, he's a doer. He makes things happen. He can't help himself. He's a natural entrepreneur. He's a person that you can put into a situation and he will, he will fix it. Um, he would make something of it. So he started off selling out of his garage, selling T-shirts, all their, their cool like US veteran-owned brands. He started doing those. He then made a – he got a building and made like a man cave. It's an awesome place. Go down to the Hereford Kick Company. Um, it's on the Thorn, Thorn Estate. You can Google it. It's in Hereford anyway. Go down there. It's mega. They, in fact, if you're going to watch the You Are Your Actions podcasts, they're all filmed there. So you'll be able to have a quick look at the place. So he expanded the product range. You know, he's, uh, he's the only place you can get Black Rifle Coffee in this country, as far as I'm aware, still. 30 Seconds Out gears in there, Rogue American gears in there, Softly gears in there. Um, and obviously, uh, yeah, loads of other. If, if it's a decent US brand, it's in there. Pretty much. So he's he's still doing that, but he's now taking on fulfillment stuff for other people. So he's has like a business now, fulfilling and posting out for other brands. He has like an accountancy thing going on. So if you're a small business at the moment and you're in trouble, um, or just need stuff explaining, just go. They're doing free accountancy advice, so just hit hit them up. And they'll be able to help you. The guy who David, their accountant, is a is like a ninja. So that's worth looking at. Um, yeah, and he's also now, as I said, he makes stuff happen. So he's building himself a little empire. So he now has been built perfect for the super garrison down in uh, like Salisbury in a place called Amesbury. He's having built, purpose built, CrossFit. Um, box with like coffee shop in it and it's like a, a super HR4K but built around the, the CrossFit box it's going to be amazing and it's supposed to be getting built now but obviously this thing's fucked it all up so it's going to take a bit longer but you need to keep an eye out on that I've just done like five minutes of just advertising for Ben oh well he's a good guy I feel jacked now because I haven't done it for contact coffee when I'm running out of time. I'll do you next time, Luke and Nick. I'll do you next time. Yeah. Right, I'm going to go. Waffled enough. Team Rubicon, have a look. HR4K, have a look. Contact coffee, have a look. Good guys. My little circle of trust. Um... And if we make this thing happen next week, we will. I might try and do another one of these tomorrow, actually. I'll do another one tomorrow because I've missed a couple of days and I'll talk about contact coffee a bit and um, maybe sort of lead into some of the stuff we can talk about uh, in the week after in the group one. Any questions, give me a shout. Please subscribe. Give me a review. Let me know what you think. YouTube ones are doing well. So even if it, the YouTube ones... If you subscribe to the YouTube channel just to help, because the numbers help, 
as in like getting to see, uh, getting people to see you. So the more followers you have, the more people you get seen by. So by subscribing to us, you are helping us. And even if you subscribe to us, if you only listen to the audio version, subscribe to us on YouTube and then just make all the notifications go in your junk. You're helping us and it's not hurting you. It's what I do. Anyway, have a nice day. I'll see you tomorrow.